Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams, and today we are going to be talking about all of the delicacies of Walt Disney World. And I'm joined alongside by Erica Resnick. Hello, friends. And Rhino. Yubby, yubby. And That's my new week, catchphrase. I think I love it. <laughs> I think I love it. It makes no sense. It could but be I'm that or hungry. hungry. No, you can't steal all <laughs> no. okay, okay, okay. I like that one. Okay. But then again, I'm the guy who stole Mr. Burns' catchphrase. So. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll allow, I'll allow hungry, hungry if you yeah. want. No, I like yummy, yummy, yummy. It, ma- it also makes me feel like, um, you know, the, and, and, you know, when they go moshi, moshi. But it makes me feel like I'm being like, hello, dinner. Yummy, yummy. I like it. I like it. I'll have to keep rolling with it. Uh, Speaking of yummy, yummy, we are talking this week about the four restaurants that are coming to Walt Disney World in 2023. And maybe some of them will open up very soon. Maybe they won't. Who knows? But these are what are supposed to open up in 2023. We'll get to that in a second. But before we do, we want to remind you, this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content, you'll want to support us. Book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money, and you get the support of an awesome Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free, no obligation quote. And now, the interesting part of this list of restaurants coming to Walt Disney World in 2023 is that... Uh, they are very heavily based on chain restaurants. And that's like wild to me that, that wild and I mean, it's stuff. not wild. I should say that because literally it's, it's a great business plan, established restaurants that have a well-known uh, recognition to them. I don't want to say a well-known name because, you know, if you live in the cities where these restaurants are, maybe you'll know the name, but it's not like, I didn't. I didn't know about the name of any three of the restaurants I'm talking about until they announced them for Walt Disney World. McDonald's, but yeah, what, <laughs> that Scottish joint, that Scottish burger joint. What is that again? Uh, but you know, so if you have one in your city, maybe you know it. But it is highly recognized in the cities that they're in. People are like, yeah, that's that's good. That's good eating. And uh, so it. it it is wild, though, that it's three of them. But again, it does make sense because Walt Disney World has the space. They're they're letting these people come in and use the space. They're making money off of it. The restaurants are making money. It's a win-win, you know, third party for the win. But it's still like, it's just, it's, I, you know, if there's something new coming, you always kind of hope it's something that like is a Disney concept and not just like Disney's working with them to make it a reality but ultimately at the end of the day if the food's good if it feels like it belongs in walt disney world then who the heck cares and there's one restaurant on the list it honestly it it doesn't matter that it's coming in my opinion in terms of like theming wise with walt disney world and we'll get to that on the list but uh we're, we're gonna start off with the obvious one i the bar- will make the barbecue yeah it's the barbecue now we will <laughs> that toy story one yeah yeah <laughs> What are they thinking? <laughs> a Toy Story restaurant in Toy Story Land? Idiots. Yeah, yeah. What Idiots. The, what's that theming? <laughs> I wouldn't even know. Uh, okay. But Andy's in all- backyard? More like Andy's toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> You're a goofball, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we have to start with the big one, though. The one original one that Walt Disney World is doing. Uh, we have Roundup Rodeo Barbecue that is opening up in Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It was supposed to open in the grand old year of 2022, but it missed its timing, <laughs> and it will be coming in spring of 2023. When that is, 
We still don't know. <laughs> spring don't of know. 2023 no is actually spring of 2025. <laughs> I hate to interrupt, but since we did record this episode, the opening date and full menu has been revealed. Erica, what is the opening date? So the opening date is March 23rd, so not too far away. That's pretty exciting. It is very exciting. We do not have a a reservation as of yet, I believe, but I am going to go ahead and read this menu. Uh, here. So um, I'm just pulling it from WW Info. If you're familiar with that website, you might have heard of it, the Diz. Um, under the lunch and dinner menu section here, we have soups and salads. And there are Rex's romaine and kale salad, which is romaine and kale mixed with green apples, pumpkin seeds, and dried cranberries tossed with green goddess dressing. Tomato salad, tomatoes, cucumbers, and pickled red onions tossed in a white balsamic vinaigrette and garnished with a fresh dill. That one's plant-based. We've got the watermelon salad, which is cubed watermelon garnished with freshly torn mint leaves, also plant-based. And then for our entrees and main courses, we have the barbecue chicken with style. That's Mm. chicken brine for 48 hours rubbed with their secret barbecue sauce, uh, or barbecue spice, excuse me, and smoked to tender juiciness. Oh, secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we have Buttercup's beef brisket. That's hand-sliced beef brisket, smoked, then slow-cooked to juicy perfection. Evil Dr. Smoked Pork Ribs, which are fall-off-the-bone pork ribs, slow-cooked for hours in our on-site smokehouse. Poor ham. Didn't make it through this. We have the Impossible Rib Chop, which is seasoned with spices, then roasted and glazed with sweet barbecue sauce and skewered on a sugar cane bone. So that is plant-based. We have the oven-roasted bratwurst that is tender and juicy, sliced to perfection, also plant-based. We've got the slow-smoked cauliflower, topped with sweet harissa drizzle and crunchy walnut jamolada. Uh, Jamolada. <laughs> Uh, do you know what that word is? Grimolata? Oh, okay. I can't I read. Know. I think that probably you are correct. That is also plant-based. Imagine if that was the one that wasn't the cauliflower. <laughs> There's a sausage in my boot. That's spiced pork sausage fire grilled over live oak to give it an added kick. Uh, then we have um, our side dish slash snack area, and that's the bucking baked beans, a traditional barbecue Picnic favorite. Those are actually plant-based because sometimes baked beans have bacon in them. Those ones, Mm -hmm. no bacon. Uh, We've got the campfire roasted vegetables, which uh, guess what? Uh, There are a variety of roasted seasonal vegetables, also plant-based. Cowpoke corn on the cob that's grilled and seasoned with a chili lime spice blend, cilantro, cotija cheese, and lime juice. So basically, straight corn. Force field fried pickles, jumbo pickle spears coated with a dill flavored breading and fried to perfection. I like that it's not just a pickle, but also dill flavored mm-hmm. perfect. Like it's pickle pickle. You got the <laughs> uh, the mean old potato salad, which is home styled potato salad with red skin potatoes. The slinky dog mac and cheese. Spiral pasta and a creamy house made cheese sauce topped with crumbled cheddar crackers. The married spudge, which is loaded potatoes, excuse me, loaded potato barrels drizzled with green goddess dressing, cheese sauce, and seasoned barbecue spices. And then, of course, we have our veggie slaw, crunchy shredded veggie slaw that is a summertime favorite. Plant-based, too, which is uh, which is uh, 
Interesting because a lot of times slaw has mayonnaise in it and mayonnaise has eggs in it. And I wonder what they use. Come from chickens. Um for dessert, we have Billy's chocolate silk pie. Who is Billy? I think that isn't that one of the goats? Is that a goat? Oh, you're right. We talked about this. Yeah. Billy Billy, goat, and gruff. Okay. Yeah. So Billy's chocolate silk pie is layers of grand cracker crust and silky chocolate mousse topped with chantilly cream. Then we have the cupcake a la Forky. Forky is up to something sweet, a classic chocolate cake with a gooey chocolate ganache center topped with a velvety graham cracker buttercream and a sugar cookie. Then we've got goat's apple pie, a picnic classic. Tart apples and warm pie spices balance perfectly with this cream sweet filling under a crumble crust. Gruff's peach strawberry pie with its silky sweet peaches and tartness of strawberries. This dessert is a fruit-centric delight. People have said the same about me. That's plant-based. Lemon and blueberry cheesecake, an iconic creamy dessert that balances the tanginess of the cheesecake with the natural sweetness of blueberries and lemon. Wow. Um, Then for drinks, we've got chocolate with a grown-up twist. That's a blend of chocolate rum, horchata liqueur, cocoa, and flavors of toasted marshmallow. Mm. We've got a frozen cocoa, which is a frozen blend of cocoa and vanilla topped with miniature marshmallows. One thing I'm going to definitely try, the frozen peanut butter and jelly, a fun frozen twist on the classic peanut butter and jelly featuring peanut butter whiskey. Molly's frozen iced tea, a frosty concoction with iced tea and citrus flavors. For a second, I thought that was going to have booze in it, and I was like, isn't Molly the the young lady? (laughs) Then we've got the Partysaurus Rex, which is strawberry lemonade, um, which uh, is garnished with gummy worms. The Rum Punch. Rum punch with a vibrant flavors of passion fruit, pineapple, finished with a smoky spice garnish. We've got the snake eye margarita inspired by a summertime barbecue featuring watermelon smoke and a bit of spice. The Rodeo Mule, a classic patio sipper. The mule mixes vodka with fresh juices and ginger beer, and then whiskey lemonade, which is a fresh take on a strawberry lemonade with Tennessee whiskey and Italian bitter aperitif. Uh, which would lead me to believe it's got Aperol or Amaro mm-hmm. or something like that in it. But um, what do you think of this menu? Um, I like it. Um, I think it's going to be a good one. I th- love that there are several plant-based options. I was really worried that there wasn't going to be a variety of those. I thought they're going to pick one thing and just put it in there and be like, that's the one thing you have. But I'm excited for, what is it? There's, that- there's three of them. Yeah, I which know. is nice. That's Nice awesome. little variety there. Um, I'm excited for the rib chop just because of that sugar cane bone. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to take that out and just eat the sugar cane. But I think that's going to be really nice. I'm excited for that. And I do love the drink list. Uh, the one that's more up my alley is going to be that snake eye margarita. Mm-hmm. So I really want to try that one. And uh, I'm also eyeing that frozen peanut butter and jelly drink. But I think it's a good menu. And I just, I hope it ends up being good and that it's an enjoyable atmosphere and that they give barbecue what it deserves, a good, nice meal and everyone can be happy. Yeah, a hundred percent. I agree with you. Um, The highlight for me, I think I'm looking forward to uh, is also the impossible rib chop because that sugar cane bone sounds very intriguing. Um, The cauliflower, honestly, I I like Harissa. uh, There's a, there's a, there's a harissa salmon pita that you can get from Zoe's. That's pretty good. But um, so 
I'm sure we probably won't get the cauliflower when we're there, but I think uh, if we're picking a uh, one of the plant-based options, my vote will definitely be for that that rib chop for sure. Um, and then um, I also love that they are doing a street corn here because I yes. will always order street corn when it is on a menu in any form that it is in. And so um, that's good. And I like that the plant-based stuff carries through, not just uh, that there's also a plant-based dessert here too, Yeah, um, which is good, right? I'm excited for that one. Yeah, it's the the peach one. Um, and I think I like the idea that's in these little jars. I think that's really cute. Uh, so I hope it's going to be good. I'm also excited for those baked beans. I love baked beans. Um, so it's kind of like you with street corn. If I see baked beans on a menu, I'm going to order it. Um, if it's plant-based, obviously, it doesn't have, like, sometimes they have chunks of pork in it or bacon. Uh, but I'm excited for baked beans because who doesn't love beans? I mean, I'm from Boston. We are famous for our Boston baked beans. And so I'm going to be very judgy about them. But, uh, yeah, like, I, I think that's a nice a nice addition that rounds out the menu there. But I think it's, I think it's good. I think it, it's going to be good, and I look forward to eating there. Me too. Because Hollywood Studios needs help in the food department. So anything added food-wise is good for that park. So I'm excited. Okay, uh, moving on to our next Can Yano move on? Yes, I can. (laughs) Yamo be there. Uh, The next restaurant we're going to discuss is our first chain restaurant in here. We have the Cake Bake Shop at Disney's Boardwalk. Now, can you guess where this is coming to? ESPN. Isn't it taking that over? The boardwalk. Yeah. So you're both correct. <laughs> I think Erica took you too literally. Yeah, she did. It was fine. It's We haven't worked enough together. She, had, she doesn't understand <laughs> she was my genuine. humor yet. She was genuine in her answer. To be fair, I'm not funny as much as I try to be. No. You can agree. I mean, <laughs> you can't agree. That's, that's okay. I've accepted it in my life already. But uh, yeah, the cake bake shop uh this is a cake bake shop <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory they're gonna have like tea <laughs> there's gonna be a separate uh menu for like tea and sweets there's also going to be i believe like a grab and go of sweets as well there's gonna be cake there better be cake they're gonna be cake yeah. um it's supposed to be like it's taking up a pretty big space so I know there's gonna be two different dining sections. You guys said it was a chain. Where's the uh, Where's the other one? That's why I was stalling when oh. I was trying to come up with all this stuff. Uh, the first, I don't know if this is in order of when they've opened, but there are two. You have one from Broad Ripple Village, and Broad Ripple Village is in Indianapolis, Indiana. Mm. I believe Indiana is the, the location for the middle. Oh, I love that show. I could be wrong. I don't. I don't remember. And then also, uh, we have the location in Carmel City Center. Caramel City. Carmel. Carmel. Just like Carmel in California. Not oh. in California that we're talking. Carmel, Indiana. Two Indiana okay, places. Both in oh, Indiana. Interesting. Yeah. And then uh, also coming soon, Disney's Boardwalk. And as Erica mentioned, yes, there is uh, there's tea time that is involved in their restaurants, and then in terms of uh, in terms of their menu, you know, I will uh, go through here quickly with their savory menu. 
as I did not pull this stuff up ahead of time, and I should have. Uh, we have stuff like baked fontina cheese, crab cake with remoulade, uh, lemon Caesar salad, poached pear salad. Mm. Sounds good. Uh, turkey and Gruyere sandwich, French ham and brie sandwich. Uh, uh, going into crazy things, too. More crab cakes. Uh, broccoli quiche, ham, rosemary, and goat cheese quiche. Uh, soups. Bougie. So that gives you an idea of the savory stuff. And then in terms of their desserts, again, got to talk about those desserts. We have Fontina cheese. I'm joking. That's still the savory menu. Is Fontina? Could have laughed anytime you wanted. Uh, You have Gwendolyn's famous Earl's Court chocolate cake, carrot cake, coconut cake, inside out German chocolate cake, millionaire cake. Won't be able to afford that. Oprah's (laughs) O-list mint chocolate chip cake, uh, raspberry champagne champagne cake, mixed berry cheesecake, turtle cheesecake, apple crumble pie, peanut butter Mm -hmm. mousse, coconut cream pie, French silk pie, uh, cookies, chocolate. Chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> brownies, blackberry jam bar. That's my jam. Macarons, Marie Antoinette's French presses. We got it all. Marie, Ice cream. The Antoinettes. And her sister. <laughs> and, her, and her little sister. What movie is that from? Toy Story. Boom. Oh, and you're sucking back Darjeeling with Marie Antoinette and her little sister. I, you know, I love desserts. I'll be honest. I don't know if this restaurant will appeal to me at all. But. I'll give it a shot. I'm willing to go. You gotta go for the cake. You know, and the I graphics. like cake. I do like. I like desserts. I like desserts. The thing is, with a restaurant like this, I look at it and I'm like, yeah, sandwiches are pretty light in terms of the savory stuff. You're just gonna fill up so fast. And then, mm-hmm. how do you decide on one piece of cake? So then you have to go with friends and you have to order lots yeah. of cake. Erica, you can't eat freaking anything. I so know. like, you're gonna be there, and well, we're gonna I'm be like, gonna Erica, those, dig I'm in those crab cakes. Those crab cakes. Two things. (laughs) Two things that Marilyn does. Crab Crab cakes and and sack lunch. Sack lunch. Sack lunch. (laughs) Movie references. Ryan's Um, mom's favorite movie. My mom measures the humor of a movie all by Wedding Crashers. Is it Wedding Crashers funny? Funnier. (laughs) What? Not possible. Um, I. It does sound interesting. It sounds like a good fit for the boardwalk though. Yeah. I kind of definitely get the mm-hmm. vibe of it all when I when you were reading the menu. I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think it fits. I know a lot of people are upset. ESPN, obviously a, a place to watch sports with lots of TVs. Maybe the food wasn't that great. Maybe it felt like the beer was overpriced, but it did kind of, it it was necessary. Like Mm-hmm. If especially if you're leaving the parks, you're leaving Epcot, Hollywood Studios. It was nice to be able to go right there without now having to basically go to uh, what you call it at Disney Springs. Oh, uh, City Works. City Works. Thank you. That's what right on the tip of my tongue. Uh, it, it's definitely leaving a hole, but at the end of the day, I think it also it also can serve a purpose. But then again, you have a cake bake shop, you have a bakery right beside it. We're starting a lot of baked, a lot of <laughs> Lots words, of sweets. a lot of baked words, a lot of sweet things. <laughs> A lot of sandwiches. A lot happening there. Not sure if it's all necessary. But uh, we will move on to our next restaurant, and we'll stick to that kind of close area there. We're going to the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin, specifically according to WDWinfo.com, the dolphin, if our information is correct. And that is going to be the home of Rosa Mexicano. 
Is it a Mexican restaurant? (laughs) No, shockingly, it's not. No, it's uh, it. It will be the first of the Rosa Mexicano restaurants in the Orlando area, which is exciting. They currently have locations in New York, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and Maryland, with new openings in Connecticut, Virginia, North Carolina, and Las Vegas. So it is definitely a. It's definitely you know getting its footprint in a bunch of places. Hopefully, it's not expanding. Too rapidly. Does it say what that Massachusetts one is? I can look. I do have it pulled up here. Just curious. Did it say it was already open in Massachusetts or opening? Or did in it Massachusetts? say coming? No. If it's coming, so, actually, no. Boston. It's on in Boston. Okay. One fifty-five Seaport Boulevard, Boulevard, <laughs> Boulevard, Boulevard, Boston, Massachusetts zero two two one zero. I can give you the phone number too, if that will help. No, no. no. I'll look in the yellow pages. Do you not know where <laughs> Boston is? I'm familiar. It's like by the water or something, I think. Boston, Texas, baby. You might be right. But uh, Rosa Rosa Mexicano is known for their margaritas, which Ryan loves a good margarita. He will say that up and down. I'm not sure if they're bringing this to this restaurant here at the Swan, but uh, at their other restaurants, apparently they have brunch. Which Ooh. that's big. Oh, at least at that the would first. Be fun. Let me check a different restaurant. I looked at the first restaurant. Yeah, brunch. Brunch Saturdays and Sundays open to four p.m. And I, we've I, said this. Yeah. We said it about Disneyland when we reviewed uh, uh, Pixar. Yeah, Pixar, no. the Pixar. The why can't I remember the name? Is it Lamplight? I know Lamplight, Lamplight. Thank you. Oh my god, the one thing said I know the person who's never been yeah. to Disneyland. The person who's never been there is the one who is schooling us, and we're the last ones to eat there and review it. Yeah, we we said with that one, like, why isn't there just more brunch? It was so good though. There, it was so good. And maybe this will be good too. But brunch on the weekends, lunch and dinner. I mean, it is. It's. It's a Mexican restaurant. I don't like. There's nothing in terms of the menu items that stick out to me as being like. No, this is different. But if it's well-made Mexican food, yeah, who can ever say no? I said when this was first announced, I said, and I still, I still kind of feel it. Like I feel like there's might be too much Mexican restaurants at Walt Disney World. But then I have to remember with this, it's at the Swan and Dolphin. While it is designed for anyone to go there and enjoy it, ultimately they want to keep all of their their guests that are there for the convention center happy with dining. So, uh, you know, it's. While it's meant for everyone, it's also meant for for conventioners to have a good place to eat and people to want to come there to have conventions. So that way, it's like, hey, yeah, look at all the great food we have in this great place right yeah. by Walt Disney World. So I will. I, I will eat there. It's the theme of this show. I will eat there when <laughs> it opens. But... Yeah, there's nothing about it that like jumps out to me. Like I've never seen a quesadilla on a menu before. Have you? Absolutely I don't even not. know what you're saying. <laughs> Chicken tortilla soup. What? What is that? Groundbreaking. What is queso? I don't know. What's a queso with you? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, what is red chili chicken? I don't I, know. I just love... I, Mexican food is one of those... I would eat it every day of the week. I don't Me care. Me too. I love it. I, so I'm, so I'm excited. Good. But I do see what you're saying about that angle where there's like a lot of Mexican restaurants at Walt Disney World. Um, is, is In comparison to like... We don't have a ton of like other different types. Like I feel like in terms of like Asian restaurants, other than Morimoto and stuff, like we don't have a ton of that. So it's, but oh, I do love Mexican say, food. So I'm, I'm scrolling through the margaritas because part of the selling point yeah. on this again is the margaritas. It was at least at one point in time voted the number one margarita in New York City. Oh, that, so a big, wow. a big deal. Yeah. I would love if it could come in and once and for all 
just get rid of La Cava de Tequila. Like, not get rid of it, but just crush it into people mm-hmm. being like, listen, these are overpriced, not great margaritas. And, you know, they have to pre-batch them for the amount that they sell throughout the day. There is... It, there are issues when yeah. you come into that. Like, there's no way around it. It's the same thing as a, a drink on tap. You're mm-hmm. just you're losing some of the quality with it. No matter, no matter how great of a mix you put together with it, it's uh, there's there's something about a nice handmade drink that is just elevating. But I'm I'm really really into some of these uh, margaritas that they have on the menu. Uh, they do have other crafted cocktails too, so don't worry about that. Like, Rhino, you can get your classic Paloma. You can get a smoky Negroni because you love a good Negroni. <laughs> he hates that. Uh, yeah, whenever you say him, you'll hear me, Negroni. Uh, Coco Hito, uh, Mexicano Mule. Uh, but in terms of the margaritas and mango chile, uh, spicy cucumber, traditional... And just, Do they have a watermelon one? Mm, you know what? Put me on the spot here. Spicy cucumber. Don't say it. It's. I'll be honest. It doesn't look like that. It looks like they're limited in the flavors, but they just must be well made. Okay. So well, I like if it's a well made margarita, I'll have it. Mm-hmm. Whatever we, it is, we will find out when it opens in 2023. But we have to. We have to rush through. We've been. We yeah. spent too much time on Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Uh, our final restaurant that is. Finally, like feels like it's making true progress. We have Summer House on the Lake at Disney Springs, and this one felt like, you know, the re- I don't even remember what the restaurant was supposed yeah, to was be before say, anymore. Be- Beatrix, Beatrix, yeah, that was it. Was it. the healthy one, yeah. yeah. And then did not obviously happen, but then now it's going to be Summer House on the Lake, and for the longest time it felt just like a pit. Uh, but you know, Rhino and I were just there the other day, and like. It, they're making serious progress mm-hmm. on that building. This so, is great. Yeah, it's it's getting closer and closer. And this is California-influenced food. And they currently have locations in Maryland and Chicago, Illinois. God, Maryland has so many restaurants. I, I think every that. one of these things yeah. you said was Maryland. It could have been. could have been. So Chicago, Illinois, and North Bethesda, Maryland, is where the summer house has been there before, which it is wild. Like, oh, California-inspired menu with two locations and now a third one that none of them are California. (laughs) California, As soon as you say fresh food, you're like, you know what I'm thinking of? California. California. Um, Avocado. (laughs) Their other locations have a brunch, so we might be getting a brunch here also. They're on the brunch spots. Hoping. My favorite meal is brunch, so I'm hoping there's a brunch. I, uh, again... I'd be open for more brunch, too. Uh, I love that the name of the, the chain, not chain, but the name of the restaurant corporation is Let Us Entertain You Restaurants. That's fun. <laughs> that is fun. But, yeah, I I think it's, you know, I think it has potential. So, breezy beach house environment, full-service restaurant with an in-house bakery, extensive wine list, handcrafted cocktail list. Ooh. Like, what is not to love with all of this? And... Gosh, once again, just can't... Just I, be ready for that wall to come down over there at Disney Springs, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, funny like enough. Years and years and years. Huh. So I'm looking at the lettuce restaurants, and Beatrix was is also one of the lettuce restaurants. So maybe they decided so. to just swap them. They're like, never mind, not that one. I wonder if Different that's... Different one. Yeah, that's if gotta it be was it. just a concept thing, and they were like, yeah. you know what? We're worried about this concept going where it is. Maybe this one would do better. And Disney was like, we don't care. Yeah, I mean, they're paying for it. Disney was like, pick one. They have a lot of restaurants, but the one thing about their restaurants is like, as I'm looking at them, most of their restaurants only have like one or two 
locations. And now I'm like, also too, I said for Summer House on the Lake, maybe it's just something different. Like Summer House on the Lake says the flagship locations are in Chicago, Illinois, and North Beth Bethesda, Maryland. But then if you go to like their restaurants, they have Summer House Santa Monica. But it doesn't say Summer House on the Lake Santa Monica. So it might just might be a little I'm, different. Might I feel like tweaked. I feel like I'm losing my mind and I'm on all their left restaurants and I'm, I'm literally typing in on the lake and search and it's saying zero results. Like I'm, I I don't know how to feel. I think it's because California is actually located on an ocean. Are we, can we be sure that California isn't in Chicago, Illinois or Bethesda, Maryland? (laughs) I mean, there's a Paris, Texas. There's been more wild places. Yeah. I just, I don't know how to feel. Okay. Okay. Summer House Santa Monica also has locations in Lincoln Park, Chicago, in North Bethesda, Maryland. What? Or wait, is the name of the restaurant Summer House Santa Monica and the two locations are Lincoln Park, Chicago, and North (laughs) Bethesda, Maryland? I think that's it. So we're getting Summer House on the lake, but the name of the restaurant is Summer House Santa Monica? But they maybe they don't want to call it maybe they don't want to call it that to confuse people here. Well, I mean it is on a lake here. Yeah, there's yeah. only two locations. They're called Summer House Santa Monica's. There's one in Lincoln Park <laughs> and another in North Bethesda. I feel like I'm genuinely losing my freaking mind with this. The branding thing is very off here. Their websites are genuinely awful. And this was like, I'm trying to go through just to find a menu to like look at it. Avocado. There's avocado? That's I no, okay. that's all they have. Oh. That's it. <laughs> it's just an avocado restaurant. <laughs> oh, I can uh, Brussels either. sprouts, avocado, <laughs> turkey, avocado, biscuits, figs, deviled eggs, potato salad, deviled eggs. Are yeah. you just reading the sides? Guacamole. I think that has an avocado in it. Parmesan <laughs> truffle fries. Avocado. Sashimi. Awesome. Avocado. Yeah. Shaved Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Pizzas. California inspired salmon. Rainbow trout. Tacos. I don't know that I know. Chicken. It's a big menu. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> choices. They give people choices. Potato lacas. Ooh, <laughs> I love potato lacas. Lacas. I always screw it up. Just, just say it quick enough. Potato I always lacus. screw it up. Lacas. I no just, will. I do what I do. I always lacus. apologize to my Jewish friends and say, it's I okay. am. If you have listened to any of this episode, you realize I can't speak English. <laughs> Like, my grasp on words is not great. I'm trying my best, one day at a time. We'll add it to the Craigtionary. Yes. All the words I butcher. Oh, man. So, those are our four restaurants once again. We have Summer House Santa Monica on the lake? Question mark? mark. Is that the real name? I don't know. Rosa Mexicano at the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin, the Cake Bake Shop at Disney's Boardwalk, and Roundup Rodeo Barbecue in Toy Story Land. Exciting stuff. 2023, what a freaking time to be alive. We never loved you, 2023. (laughs) No, we love 2023. It's like L.A. We love love L.A. We love it. Uh, Very exciting stuff. And I am so excited that y'all got to share in this conversation with me. And we hope you're looking forward to these restaurants. But do us a favor now. If you enjoyed this and you 
want to support us more, you're watching this on YouTube. Don't know why you would at this point. Uh, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, and leave comments, questions, uh, video suggestions. Which restaurant of the ones we talked about that you're most excited for in 2023? If you're listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if it's possible to leave us a rating and review, please do that as well. And of course, if you want to support us more, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. But that's it for this week's Disney Dining Show. I really hope you enjoyed it and you enjoyed this culinary discussion of Walt Disney World. Uh, We will see you again real soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry.